Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. What is going on, y'all? Welcome to a new episode of the Philly Pod. But <laughs> I'm sorry, you made this weird and fucking. Noise. I, gla- I glared at you. <laughs> All right, just roll with it. Oh my god! Appreciate y'all for tuning into the show to the Philly Pod, brought to you by libertyline.com i'm your host today victor williams you can follow me on twitter instagram tiktok at the philly pod or uh any other platform you digest eagles content be sure to go over there tiktok instagram twitter uh all that fun stuff do a lot of uh engaging i guess it's engaging content whatever you want to call it in this day and age be sure to go over there and give us a follow if you're new to the show subscribe on apple itunes spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, odyssey anywhere else you get your shows uh be sure to leave those reviews rate five stars each and every review does bring new eyes and ears to the show brings uh new exposure brings it to new eagles fans or nfl fans in general so thank you guys who have been doing that and welcome the guys that have found us within the last few weeks and are tuning into the audio side for the first time so appreciate you guys hope you guys do stick around. Joined as always by my illustrious co-host. You can follow him on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at Stephen Conrad Jr. Instagram is real Stephen Conrad Jr. Uh, he is Stephen Conrad Jr. What's up? <laughs> yep, post Miami trip. Uh, me and uh, Stephen and three of the other Liberty Line guys. We all flew out to Miami for Game Five. Got our shit kicked in and left the next day. And it was uh, we all decided to fly down uh, the, the day before. We all got on a plane. We found a room. Uh, flew down for the game, hung out, and got laughed out of the stadium and flew back home the next day in depressing fashion. So, but, but despite what you may believe, it was not our fault they lost. People yeah. were blaming us, blaming Liberty Line that we like we were in the building, so they lost. Yeah, we're we the are not professional guys. basketball players. It's not us. It is not us. But yeah, post-Miami trip, got some fun things uh, in the upcoming, uh, in, the, in the coming weeks. Uh, we've been working on studio space, working on in-person oh, studio space. Steven will give you the whole rundown on the uh, on why he likes it. Steven's like old kick is like doing things IRL 
And prior to this, we're having internet issues. So I guess it's a good thing we're going to be yeah, doing these things I'm in so person. I'm so just tired of it. I'm just tired of In the year 2022, internet can still be a problem. But I've always wanted, the, the idea was always to make this show an in-person show, you know, when it's all said and done. So stay tuned for that. Obviously, you guys have been subscribed and new subscribers are on the audio platforms, whether that's, you know, Apple, Spotify, whatever that may be. But we are moving to video. Uh, so check out our whoa, YouTube whoa, whoa. page. Don't make it sound like we're getting rid of audio, all right? No, no, no. Audio will always be there. And like, that's the thing with me. I'm an active podcast consumer. I consume our podcast. I like to listen to it. Um, I like to have the video and the audio. Like the audio is fantastic for when you're in the car, you know, if you're working out, going for a run or something, whatever. Uh, But the video is good, you know, because you want to see like what you're listening to, the people that are talking. I mean, you probably turn on our video on, you see me, you're probably like, oh, this is the guy that's spinning out all these hot takes. You would be correct. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so audio will always still be around, but we're transitioning to uh, doing, uh, uh, working on studio space as we speak to uh, to uh, start doing shows from studio and getting the audio out a little crisper for y'all and the whole bit. So be uh, on tap for all that. But of course, all the loyals have been here since uh, they've they've gone through all the softwares and everything we've been through to get this pot out. So I can't thank you guys enough uh, for that. Always. I guess we gotta plug the uh, plug the, the the sponsor so that we can like pay our bills one of these days. SeatGeek, the yeah. uh, <laughs> leading ticket platform. Especially me now that I'm out of college. Yeah, it you're out of college. I graduated. Yeah, real life. And Sally Mae shit is catching up. You got six months to figure it the fuck out. Uh, Stuff up is the leading t- uh, mobile ticket platform. Be sure to use promo code PhillyPod to get twenty dollars off your first ticket purchase. Phillies games, uh, Eagles games for next season. Now that the schedule is out, if you're looking into that. You can cop tickets on SeatGeek. Promo code the Philly Pod saves you $20 off your first purchase. Your next best night ever is waiting. We will be at quite a few Eagles games next year, inclu- including Arizona. In week five, we'll be flying down to Arizona for the Cardinals game, uh, catching Kyler and all of them down there. We're getting flown out from Friday to Monday, I believe. We'll be down there in Arizona. Uh, the Liberty Line will be flying Speaking of IRO down. content and podcast, boom. Yeah, that's another reason. Vlogs, vlogs, vlogs yeah. will be in effect when we are down in Arizona for those four days for the Cardinals game, flying with fans of Philly, courtesy of them. So be sure to go give them a look if you're looking to uh, uh, plan any away games. And they, they do a really good job of uh, getting you set up with rooms and accommodations and the whole bit. So fans of Philly is your go-to for that. So be sure to go ahead and give them a look if that is something that is on your agenda for the uh, 2021 season. Or is it 2022 2022 season. I don't even know yeah. what the fuck year it is anymore. Damn. Jesus Christ! Ever since COVID, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a blur. Still got COVID brain. Yeah, yeah. It's not going. Yeah, yeah. It's. I don't even. I barely know the days of the week anymore. It's bad. It's bad. Running, running the Liberty Line, running a full time blog, and it's bad. It's bad. It gets you. It gets your mind all razzled up. But there are some exciting things to talk about. The Eagles have added yet another corner. James Bradbury mm. intended with Darius Slay. The Eagles have brought him in one year, $7.25 million contract, worth up to $10 million. You guys know all the details by now. He was signed last Wednesday. So now we have him with Darius Slay in the secondary. And then people are starting to wonder, well, what happens now with Tay Goen, Zach McPherson, uh, some of these <laughs> other really guys? wondering that. I mean, Come not really. Guys. I mean, I was wondering, <laughs> but I guess the fans were, were really celebrating. I was celebrating, obviously, because now we have – uh, two of one of the, two of the most productive corners in the league since 2016. Yep. Um, so, Stephen, I guess your initial reactions to Bradbury coming here. How formidable is this defense? Expectations for Jonathan Gannon. What does Bradbury ensure that the Eagles are able to do for next season defensively? Wow. I mean, look. So, James Bradbury. Okay. So, 
the narrative going around is he had a down year last year meet and and people are then going on to say that he's on the quote-unquote decline i don't really see how that's how one season can do that like guys i don't think you realize i'm not saying everybody i don't mean to speak for everybody but like Man, scheme and the system and coaching players are put in uh, can really determine and kind of give you a trajectory of the type of season that they're going to have. And he was, Vic will get into the details better than me, but I mean, come on, the Giants, he was asked to be their best coverage corner, uh, probably not in the best system. And on the flip side, come over here to Philadelphia, be that corner two opposite of Darius Slay, but also in a, a system more catering to his strengths as the Eagles were one of the top in the NFL running zone defenses. Um, I know a lot of fans probably don't like that here in Philly, but it's just the reality of it. It's how Gannon runs his defense. Will that change? It might. He has talent now in the secondary. He has talent in the middle at the linebacker spots. The defensive line is better. Um, it, it puts uh, Vontae Maddox in his natural role there in the slot, which he should always be in. He should have never been in any other spot. Um, look, man, that corner two hole, we'll just call it what it is. This off season was one of the biggest needs, I think, heading into the off season. You could put it up there. You could argue it was the biggest needs heading into this off season, Vic. What do you think they were? Uh, just name like the top to three. The, like prior to three. the draft? Prior to the yeah the, the draft and free agency, uh, I would say would be edge rusher, cornerback, and wide receiver too. So there you have it. Like that needed to be addressed. So I I was really worried, man. I didn't think I I wasn't excited. I wasn't intrigued with the idea of drafting a corner to to fill that spot because it just there's so many young guys in the secondary. And if you're going to do that, it needs to be a productive player. Ideally, you get him in the first round. Um, but look, we, we you got the next draft to do that. You know what I mean? I, I'm not saying this secondary is solidified for the next five to ten years, but it's certainly solidified for the immediate future. And that was, I mean, that's the goal of the offseason. Yeah, as, corner, as far as cornerback two goes, it's gonna you'd be hard-pressed to find a better one. Like you mentioned, uh, he was he was, the Giants were the most aggressive team last season and running man coverage without safety help over the top. And Bradbury is an outside zone corner who is projected to transition, you know, seamlessly into Jonathan Gannon's too deep zone that he likes to run. So you have a zone corner like Bradbury in there with the revamped front seven. Like you mentioned, you got Reddick and Kaiser White and Kobe Dean and uh, Jordan Davis up front now. And now that you have Jordan Davis commanding attention up front, Jonathan Gannon often had to use an extra edge rusher last year to generate some type of pressure. He won't have to do that this year, and now his zone defense will be easier to implement, and I think Jonathan Gannon is going to get a lot more creative in his, uh, in his, in his scheme. Now that got he better has, cover backers now, too. Exactly. Now they has a true outside zone corner with Darius Slay. They have better linebackers, and they're going to have more pressure up front, you would expect, with Jordan Davis and Hassan Reddick. So I think this is Jonathan Gannon's going to be – able to play the defense he wants to this season now that he has the personnel that allows him to thrive schematically. And I think that's going to, I think James Bradbury is going to have a lot to do with that. Like you mentioned, a lot of people are bringing up, well, James Bradbury, he allowed 800 plus yards, eight touchdowns last season. He's cooked this, this, and that people have to understand that Patrick Graham implemented a lot of man-to-man coverage for whatever reason like i'm 25 percent of the time he's not James a Bradbury. terrible man corner though like people act like he just can't like you know what i'm saying he's better than what we had yeah no he's not he's not a bad man corner it's just that you can't rely on him that's just not his calling man-to-man call. cover. you can't leave him on an island out there right is is the thing and his stats are drastically different 
when you look at when when you when you look at how he performed in zone coverage compared to man coverage, the passer rating is drastically different. The yards allowed is drastically different. And when you look at those things, like when you take a deeper look into the numbers, obviously uh, that shows that Bradbury was still uh, a pretty good corner last year. Despite, I mean, it, it did taper off last year. Like he, there was an obvious decline, um, but that has more to do with scheme. And he had a lingering Achilles injury that was kind of mm. kept under wraps. Uh, that that took some kind of um, speed away from him. He was their number one corner, no? Uh, him and uh, is it Dory Jackson over there? Is that who's uh, the other? All right, who? Bradbury was their number one corner then. Yeah, <laughs> so just... those, it was those two, whoever, you know, he it's was brought in one. It's a matchup league, man. So, like, when you're asked, like, you factor in what you just said, the injury and, and the scheme and stuff like that, and then he's he's their number one corner, so he's matched up on the other team's best receivers. Like, obviously, he's going to give up numbers. Dallas's number one corner, Trayvon Diggs, let's look, look at his numbers, how many yards he's given up. Like, even the elite, like, if you want to call him shutdown, uh, man-to-man corners are going to be giving up, you know, bi- they're going to be giving up big yardage. Obviously, it's a different story here with with Bradbury last season and stuff like that when you compare his man coverage uh, to zone and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it's I can't stress enough he's coming into a situation where we already have Darius Slay on the outside. Yeah, so, and Bradbury was signed two years ago to a three-year, $43 million contract. So that's kind of CB1 numbers. So he was brought in to uh to to ensure that he'd be able to uh to to lock up that spot when you look at his 2020 season where he made the pro bowl uh when you look at man coverage his his uh passive rating allowed was 92.3 in zone coverage 48.5 you look at last season passive rating allowed in man coverage 127.2 in mm. zone coverage he allowed a passive rating of 76.5 so and also, just to put it in a in a in a in a clear picture for you, in man coverage last year, one pass breakup. In zone coverage, he had eleven pass breakups. Mm. So so as long as, and he and he did mention that when he got signed here, that and his presser is coming up in in a few minutes, I believe. But he did mention initially when he first signed here that um, scheme fit was a big reason why he chose to come to Philadelphia because he did have eleven teams interested in him and he had more teams offering more money. But he chose to come here because he felt like this was the best fit. And I think that Jonathan Gannon will put him in a position to succeed defensively, and I think that's a big part of the reason why the Eagles' defense will take a next step in 2022. So now that he is here, us greedy Eagles fans are now, you know, either some some are coming, some of them are like coming to the gripes with the fact that we are, it's going to be Marcus Epps and Anthony Harris on the back end. Some people are hammering the table for Jesse Bates because of his contract situation. Some of them are looking yeah, at Chuck bloggers. Clark. Yeah, was, yeah, was bloggers. Yeah, yeah, and Chuck Clark is uh, is is another option out there because they brought in Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams. So people are looking at Philadelphia native Chuck Clark. So Stephen, if it was up to you, I believe James Bradbury's cap hit isn't anything crazy this year. I think it's like two point two million. The way how he structured it, he structured it with dummy years and and, and you, the whole you say bit. Bradbury, Bradbury, yeah, his contract okay. is a uh, two point two million cap hit next season. So if you look at Jesse Bates's situation obviously the Bengals hit him with the franchise tag because they don't know what to do with him yet Jesse Bates says I'm not playing under the franchise tag his market value is around 15 million a year he probably wants more than that after he watched Marcus Williams and Justin Reed and all these other safeties get paid uh would you entertain potentially sending a pick or whether it's like Andre Dillard or I've seen the Raven Clark mentioned in uh in trade rumors are you are you willing to give up a, a second or first for Jesse Bates, in addition to a new contract, or are you intrigued with Marcus Epps and you kind of hope that this revamped cornerback group, in addition to the front seven, will take pressure off the safeties and maybe let Marcus Epps transition a little easier? 
Well, if you can get Jesse Bates, you do it. I don't care, man. The first first round pick, whatever, you go do it. He's one of the best safeties in the NFL, man. You absolutely, you go do that. Um, really quickly, I want to address though. I know a lot of people, man. Eagles Twitter, man. Let me tell you, like, you go into the off season. Every team does this. They have holes and they want to fill those holes. You're not going to fill every single one in an off season. Ideally, you fill every single hole, but it's just not going to happen. And if you look at all the holes the Eagles had this offseason, like obviously it would be a, it would be awesome if they could go out and address the safety position, if that's what you want to call it, addressing it. I mean, trading for Jesse Bates is more than addressing it. Uh, Chuck Clark, you mentioned him. That's an upgrade too. But like, man, what a job. What a job Howie Roseman did. You know what I'm saying? Like almost every positional group, I don't want to say was revamped, but they just like added so much talent. And like going into the offseason, we knew safety was a thing. Um, apparently the Eagles value, I don't want to say, can we, can we make an, can we say the Eagles value corner over safety? Yeah. Yeah. They don't value, they don't, when was the last first round safety they drafted? Have they done it ever? I don't think they ever done it. Well, so that's the thing. There, there's that argument where it's like, you can make sense. Like Kyle Hamilton and Jordan Davis available. They've always valued defensive line over anything, period. So obviously they're gonna go Jordan. I don't Davis even know there. the last like big name safety they looked at. Like does Malcolm count because they passed on Jarius Bird and took the lesser option at the time and Malcolm Jenkins and Rodney McLeod. Like since Dawkins, I don't know who the last big well, name. Well, that's like, why has to this be Jesse Bates thing kind of makes sense to me. If there's any like smoke to that, because that seems. I don't. I don't think. I think. I think that's. The, I think that's why they don't do it. <laughs> I, oh I don't really? Think. I don't think they do it personally. No, I think they're solidified. he would solidify the defense though. He would, but like, what? How much more is like? How are we going to spend? Like, I think, I think, I think, if there was the option to bring Bradbury in or go get one of those safeties, I think he's. I think that's why he elected to get Bradbury because all in all, like, he has the corners now and the uh, and the and the front seven to take pressure off of those safeties. So now Marcus, I'm more concerned about Anthony Harris than Marcus Epps to be honest. Oh yeah, like, obviously. Like if I like, I think I think Epps showed enough last year to warrant a starting role even though he's he's played a thousand less than a thousand career snaps but i am intrigued to see kind of what he does anthony harris we know what he is at this point that's why he's bought back on that one year you know cheap deal uh but you kind of need depth like Kayvon is like the the reserve option if something happens and then you looking at names that you don't really know like jared made and some other guys you also kind of have to consider the future of this team too because i wouldn't say like they're necessary necessarily solidified even at the corner spot for the for no the no but that's term. why like i mentioned earlier so like i think the badberry signing is also uh well well for two reasons it feels like a win now move in my opinion. uh yeah there's two reasons because i think the eagles i'm not sure how the whole formula works but the eagles get a compensatory pick if bradbury signs a free agent deal next year and leaves the mm. team so i believe they get a compensatory pick from the giants and they, um this signing allows the eagles to further develop like i mentioned earlier take go or zach mcpherson or or mario goodrich who they who they gave that guaranteed deal to as an undrafted free agent or any one of the other 14 corners they brought in uh jimmy moreland yesterday from Houston or Washington off the waiver wire or off the waiver wire Those undrafted guys right so well Moreland was a former seventh round pick that played against uh Washington or played with Washington and played with Houston and has one career interception can you guess who the interception is off of I'm just gonna uh Carson yeah of course, <laughs> so of course 2020 he had his one uh career interception of course against Carson I think it was opening week too oh, um so uh so yeah so they have 14 corners on the roster right now after the addition of Bradbury 
So we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to see what the what the plan is. They have plenty. They ha- they have enough bodies there to develop. Tay Gowen, like Tech McPherson, Kerry Vincent. They they have enough guys. They have enough guys. But as far as like cornerback trios go, how would you how would you rank this trio? I think mm. this is. I think I think for me, there's like two trios that are that are probably better than the Eagles, and that's Green Bay with Jair Alexander, Rizul Douglas, and Eric Stokes. And then I look at the Chargers, who have J.C. Jackson, Asante Samuel Jr., and they signed Bryce Callahan, who was a top slot corner in the league before getting hurt. Obviously, didn't play much uh, over in recent memory with the Broncos. There's another secondary we were talking about the other night. Who yeah, was, we were on Facetime the other night one. talking about. It. You were talking about Cleveland, I believe. Denzel Ward. Um, who's who's the other guy over there? Denzel, Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. Um, they, they have another guy, and then we were talking about Greedy Williams, obviously. But uh, <laughs> oh, forget. Um, obviously, look at Baltimore secondary. They have Marcus Williams, uh, Mark, uh, Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphrey. I'm not sure who their slot guy is over there. What about the Rams? Uh, Ramsey. Uh, I know Troy Hill is back. I don't know who their CB two is off the top. See, we're of my talking head. trio. That's what we're. You know I'm what talking I'm trio. Yes, trio. As far as as far not as trio, your two Denver. starting outside guys. But even yeah, then, well, like Slay and um, Bradbury is pretty formidable. Yeah, Denver is uh, Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom. So that's a pretty good duo. You mean Greg you Newsom. mean Cleveland? Cleveland. Who did I say? That wow. That you said Denver. That's oh, that's a sorry, good Cleveland. Man. Cleveland is uh, Cleveland is Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom. So how would you rank this trio? Obviously, uh, Darius Slay, Williams, Bradbury led the league in pass breakups since 2016. Darius Slay has 84. I think Bradbury is 82. Maddox is a good slot corner. And Maddox is arguably a top five is. slot corner. I don't understand where like. Who's slandering him? Who's slandering him? He's all right, a top well, five slot. This, this exact topic I made a TikTok about. I'm pretty sure you did too. He's I, a top I, five. I, I, I asked. I asked the public where do they rank. I didn't say. I asked, do the Eagles have the best? I didn't say they have the best starting cornerback trio. And a lot of people. I took said it they have wrong. one of. I think they're top three. Right, T- top three or five. I agree. Somewhere top in three. there. And then, and then there's you get no, the there's people, no top five, top three. There's people commenting. They're like. You know, we got to see it first on paper. Like, yeah, well, yeah, you, you can say that, that about every secondary. The season hasn't started yet. We don't know. Yeah, you know what's what, funny? What do you about mean that? we got to see it first? I no shit. We got to see it first. You know what's funny about the people that say we got to see it? The, the we see it first because I put out a TikTok uh, last week about how the Eagles have ha- are having are currently in the middle of one of the most impressive organizational turnarounds in recent memory. Yeah, it doesn't count because they haven't seen it yet. But I right? yeah, but I said like 15 months ago they fired they fired Doug, they got rid of Carson, they ate the largest cap hit in league history at the time, which and we now, got clowned for having that on our Exactly, our, our we got books. shit on for for forever for that. Well, I mean, we got shit on for the year, obviously for for how we handled that and how we shipped out the Super Bowl winning head coach and your franchise quarterback and you're eating this cap hit and now 15 months later you have Jalen Hurts, who the jury is still out on, but you hope is on the rise. You have AJ, you secured AJ Brown now, so now you have AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. You have Dallas Goddard, who's top eight tight end, you can argue, and then best you have offensive this line in football, best still. offensive line of football, and you have a an eight deep rotation. And uh, if if you look at the or defensive line rotation, it's uh, well, you think the starters would be Reddick? I'll probably say Sweat. Cox, Hargrave, and then the second unit, Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams. Like that unit, that second unit can start for some teams in this league. Yep. So you have a you have a deep defensive line rotation, a revamped linebacker core, arguably two cornerback ones on the roster, and your safeties are suspect. The only two positions that we generally as Eagles fans have to worry is safety and quarterback, obviously, because it's always going to be on the back of your mind is what's Jalen going to yep. do. So those are the two positions that are in question right now. 
coming from the dumpster fire that the Eagles were in the 2020 season. We'll see, though, I think right? we'll see. that's an impressive organizational turnaround. And everybody's in the comments like, you can't say that because they haven't done anything yet. Just looking at – and I get it. I get it. You know, well, dream we're team in the middle of the offseason. We this, have to assess things right now. Paper, I'm assessing – I'm assessing what Howie has done now. And it's not just us. And it isn't us. A lot of people are picking the Eagles to not only win the NFC East, but I saw some national people saying we'll be the fourth overall team coming out of the NFC. National. The whole conference. Peter King just had his rankings out, and we're ninth. Ninth. Obviously, we have to see. We have to see how, I mean... Let's see. We have uh, Tom Brady's coming back. There's no guarantee he's still going to. So what's good. the we'll NFC? See. It's we'll Green see. Bay with no receivers now. They're Christian Watson, but they yeah, let Devontae we'll see go. How good they are. Uh, they lost Valdez Scantling too, I believe. So they have no receivers over there. Uh, obviously Brady's back, so that's probably the one guy you got to worry about. We'll see. I think I think the Eagles have the best roster in the division. I personally think. And then you look at Dallas. You look at yeah, Dallas. Right? They who they lose. They lost Lyle Collins because he went to. Uh, where'd he go? Cincinnati to protect Joe Burrow. So he has Lyle lost Collins. Amari Cooper. Lost Amari Cooper. Randy Gregory gave him the old bait and switch. We signed with them first and changed his mind and went to Denver. So, so like they did, and their draft was terrible. I mean, not terrible, but they didn't do anything crazy in the draft. And their contracts are terrible, man. If any one of those top guys gets hurt, I mean, you can say this for any team, but like, you know, Dak, Ezekiel. Ezekiel Elliott's on the downcline. Uh, luckily, they're in a position where they can like kind of move on from Zeke after this year. The way the contract, I think this is the last season where the cap hit is like ridiculous, and then they can kind of like kind of move on from him next year. But um, when you look, the reason why they moved on from Amari Cooper was because he was making twenty million a year, and they felt like the production didn't warrant twenty million a year. And then you're watching Christian Kirk make eighteen million. And now they got to be thinking like, well, maybe twenty, maybe twenty million wasn't terrible. <laughs> maybe it wasn't that bad. And now we got AJ Brown making twenty five million a year, even though this year's cap hit isn't bad for AJ. I forget what the number is, but it's definitely uh, for the next two years, it's pretty generous. So that's so that's on that. So my question to you now is that we're, we're kind of getting into the speculative uh, portion of, of the offseason, obviously here. But what are your kind of expectations? Looking on paper, the schedule releases out now. What is the expectation for the Eagles? I'm seeing a lot of Super Bowl or bust. Uh, right. The national perception is Slow now. Down, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm Who's saying that's saying what I'm saying. That? Is it the people that had us Twitter, win you know, four games last year? The people that Twitter, are saying it's, it's Super Bowl it's or bust? It's Twitter. You know how Twitter goes. But I feel like I, I hate having too Super much Bowl national attention. Because now it's either bowl or we're going 4-13 and 13 in my mind. So my expectation, no. my, my, my expectation for the team is to win the division. Yes. And win a playoff game. Oh. You don't think we should win a playoff game next year? Well, oh, no. we didn't win the division last year, soft. so so I'm not. If you win the division, okay, yes, if you win, I, I, I want to win the Super Bowl. I want to win the Super Bowl, Vic. I'm if getting you win soft. the division. You're expected to win a playoff game. I guess. What if you're matched up against a better team? Though, if you win the division, you're expected to win a playoff game. That's 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 your one. If you win the division, you're a top four seed at that point. Host a playoff game. Host a playoff game, yes, because <laughs> we were on the road last year. Yeah, well, don't the, well division winners host playoff games, don't they? Well, I guess top three seeds in this case, because now we have the whole seventh mm, seed. Yeah, it's shit. all weird now. So now the top the top three seeds host the playoff games now. So I I assume the Eagles are going to win the division and win a playoff game. All right, fine, win a freaking playoff game. You don't think? No, t- no. Explain to me your process. Don't don't just succumb no, to no, what no. I'm saying. Like I'm not even there yet. I'm just saying like the expectation now is NFC East winners after we didn't do that last year. So that's a jump. That's a jump. We still need to win a playoff game. 
Yes, if we win, the, if we win the division and lose in the in the wild card round, that's not. What's the over under on a wins? Success. Like eight and a half. I don't know what Vegas has now. It's got to be. I, I think, think it jumped like up to eight nine. Eight and a half last time I saw. Oh, it's up to nine. I think now. it's up to nine now after there the Bradbury signing. It's nine and a half with the Bradbury signing now. You want to know this team doesn't win any less than uh, what? What are you saying? <sighs> this team's not going to win any less than. I'm staring. I'm staring down ten. They have to win double digits. Hey, when I did my schedule, win, when I obviously. did my schedule, it's hard. It's hard for me to not pick twelve and five as their as their. Uh, I want to go record. ten or eleven, and, I, and it was hard for right me now. to find five losses. It really was tough for me to find mm. five losses because I had I had like fourteen wins, but I had to kind of come Jesus. down to earth a little bit. Dude, the schedule is easy. We'll go through. I'm the schedule. I'm at ten or eleven. I'm. I'll figure it out. You are. So now we're going to win 10 or 11. I mean, that's fine. But you're, you're saying as if, like, I guess we'll win 10. And now you're saying we're not going to win a playoff game. So we're, we're, I don't understand what is There's the, a huge is, difference between winning 10 or 11 regular season games versus winning I'm a playoff I'm still stuck on game. you saying we're Dallas not going to win a playoff game as division winners. Every single year. How are we not going to win a wild card game as division winners? How does this how is this? I don't happen? know, man. Who are we going to be matched up on? Who are we going to be matched up on? matched up with. I don't know. Who? Who in the NFC? What seed were we last year? We were the seventh, seventh seed. <laughs> the so seed like, they created this year. <laughs> <laughs> so c- climbing up to a top four seed's a jump for me. That's good. All right, all right. And we didn't beat a single team with a winning record. I'm realistic, year. man. I'm not gonna be one of these. Since when are you realistic? You've never been realistic. You, you I'm, I'm, I'm the realistic, realistic one. No, no, I'm the realistic one. What are you talking one. about? Wait, what do you like, think dude, I'm trying winning. to do? I, I don't know. I'm confused on why we're not winning a playoff game all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It depends who we face. I think we can. This is bitch shit. That's what I mean. That's oh my bitch. god. This, this is, win a playoff. All and I thought I was being. I thought I was kind of being soft by only saying win one playoff game. I just want to win a division. Are you asking me if game. they will or should that be the? I'm standard saying what is the expectation? Game? What is your expectation? Okay, yes, win a playoff game is the expectation. No, did you That's just make standard. that decision or has it always been? That's my expectation. The, so your expectation? My expectations. After you look, they no, win the me, fucking no, Super give me, Bowl. Give me your honest, honest expectation after you look after the Bradbury signing you look at this roster and you said okay the Eagles should do this this year what is it a top four seed and be and win the NFC East that's my expectation so you just want to win the division anything after that it's just house money I want to win the fucking Super Bowl Vic okay I know what you want to do but I'm saying what okay I don't understand Are you saying like what comes with being a, a division winner and a top four seed is winning? I'm saying, but you, you're saying then like yes, you're, because, yes. Because when I said win a playoff game, you're like, oh, win a playoff game. I don't know about that. Like, no, win the win, no, if you win the division, you're expected how many times to win a playoff. Have the Dallas game. Cowboys won this division. We're not the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys are expected. Okay. To, yes, the Cowboys exactly. are expected to fold in the first round, regardless of exactly. seeding. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so we keep are not your them. stupid mouth we shut over there, Cowboys fans. We are not fans. them. We are not. You had an awful off season and you choked in the first round again. You were not us. And they ran a QB draw with like 14 seconds left. And they blamed it on the refs. They blamed it on the refs. And Pat Mahomes literally scored in 13 seconds. Like, (laughs) Yep. Take notes. That's That's how how you you win football. Now, I will say say that the Cowboys have the best quarterback in the division. And we remember we were looking at the Washington roster the other day. All right, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Do not sleep on the commanders. There we go. I'm sleeping heavily on the commanders, but they have a little. Like when, when we were looking at the roster, the all right, other night, we win the division, but who's next? Is Dallas the betting favorites to come second? Because I'm the telling Dallas you, the commanders are on Dallas that are favorites ass, to I'm win the division you. right now. They're they're favorites to win. <laughs> yeah, the division. okay. How how because they, How they, they have favorites? the be- because they have the best quarterback in the division. That goes along. Oh my way. god, dude, that's such a lazy fucking narrative. It just goes a long way. It's not lazy. It's what it is. Like it's it's when you have the best quarterback, you're gonna win games. That's just how it goes. So now when yeah. you look at so you look at the commander roster, right? Carson, obviously the question mark. 
Their running backs, uh, Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick. I don't understand why their defense was so like underwhelming last year. What happened? Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson as receivers. So they got a nice little trio of receivers. Somebody tried to tell me that this was the most talented roster Carson Wentz has ever played with. Do you buy? Do you buy into that? <laughs> we won the Super. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Um, somebody and, was like, "This is the oh, best roster Carson's ever argument. had." The roster we had the year after we won the Super Bowl was really good too. Low key, that team should have probably won all, all the way. Was that the that the year Alshon the, uh, dropped it against the Saints? That roster was good, dude. What changed? What changed from the Super Bowl roster? Did we add anybody since the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, it's just the same Michael, roster. Michael Bennett, Golden Tate. Oh, uh, okay. Well, Mike, I don't want well, to be. I don't want to. I don't want to be reminded Mike. of Golden Tate. So. Right. Uh, hey, so yes, that clutch touchdown. So Washington receivers: Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin isn't showing up to OTAs because he's in this little contract feud that uh, all these receivers are going through with Debo, DK. They're all going to go through it. Yeah. So we'll figure out what to do with him. The defense: they got Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen. They got a nice little D line there, and cornerbacks: Kendall Fuller, William Jackson the third. So their team isn't bad. They could. I, I think they could. I think the division is a lot better this year. Yes. Than, than years past because the Giants they have a nice little staff they got Dable obviously Daniel Jones is whatever first uh, year with the guys but yeah yeah but I, I like Dayball they're on the upward tra- trajectory which I don't know if it's saying a lot I like Dayball and they hired Kafka as OC I believe right Mike Kafka I think he's over there as hopefully OC, they can so. get a touchdown out of Kenny Gallagher or Kadarius Tony because they both had zero so so mm. but, but maybe Saquon's healthier we'll have to figure it out they lost Bradbury so they have no corners they did sign Michael Chiquette though to try and stick it back at us to try and replace okay. him. So that is that is what it's worth. Wait, is he good? I don't get it. He's not. Uh, no, good. it's a joke. It's a joke. God. Okay. God. No, you remember when he allowed seven catches for 182 yards in one yes, single I do. game? All right, just make sure. Amari Cooper ate him for dinner that night. So I was going to say, I don't know. The so, tone you said that in made it sound. Different. Oh, the sarcasm didn't translate? No. Didn't. See, this is why I hate these stupid digital pods. I should be sitting right next to you right now. I don't. Yeah, I can't. Not tell too close. Now nah, you can sit across freaking the table. computer screen. You can sit across the table. Yeah. Fact. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good time. Oh, 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 I like this because when we were in the middle of that, I wanted to ask you this. So, because mm. we're thirty minutes in, how have we not talked about this yet? Shit, I didn't realize. Like we got to talk about the quarterback over here. When you brought up Dak Prescott being the best QB in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. So. What does Jalen Hurts have to do to secure the job this coming season? Because I see some people base it off of the team success, meaning winning a playoff game. But what if they lose in the first round again this year? Well, it depends. Like, how do they lose? Is it because of Jalen or is it because, like, and injuries? Injuries, like, like, what happens? You have to weigh in how they perform and how he performs in the regular season, too. Because there are some people who just take away all the good stuff he did this past year just because he had that bad playoff game. All right, so how about this? What if what if he does four thousand yards? Wow, I'll I'll say thirty eight hundred. Thirty eight hundred yards. No, it better be four thousand. He has two one. Well, we've only had on one in franchise history, so that's kind of lofty expectations. And it was Carson, so thirty. I'll well, say thirty eight hundred yards. There's an extra game on the schedule. Hopefully, he's healthy. True, true, true. Twenty five touchdowns and twelve interceptions. How do you feel about that? Twelve. That's a good realistic stat line. I would actually go around twenty yeah, and one 25. playoff win and one playoff win. And then they get like decimated in the divisional round. Now, how do you feel about well, that? Well, what if they just okay? I guess my expectations be... is this. This is this is what I think Jalen Hurts needs to do. I think he needs to progress as a passer. I think he needs to work on throwing with anticipation. I think he needs to work on leading his receivers. These are all things I think he's capable of. Well, yeah, way. obviously. I think he, but I think that AJ Brown helps a lot with this. He's a he's a strong guy that's really really great at fifty uh, fifty balls. Obviously, go and get it. Catch radius is is elite. 
I think his route running nuance is elite. I think he's going to open up a lot of things for Devontae Smith as he tears up these cornerback twos. And Devontae, uh, not Devontae, Dallas got it up the seam will be virtually unguardable because I don't know who's going to be left to, to take these guys away. Um, so I think things are going to be a lot easier for Jalen this year. And by, by, by virtue, he should improve a lot this year. Now, of course, you're going to have everybody, myself included, dissecting film and looking at his um, uh, like throwing motions and, and all that kind of stuff uh, to see like how if he's truly been progressing as a passer. I think later on in the season, he progressed really well. I think inst- now the ankle injury has, probably has something to do with it. But I think he got better at uh, not panicking in the pocket. I think he got better at uh, keeping his eyes downfield, setting his feet, finding his guys. I think he got better at that as the year went on. And I think that's going to be something that will improve in 2022. So as long as I see those kind of things, I think he'll stick around. But we know how the Eagles are. So and they have those two first-round draft picks. I probably should have asked what does he have to do for the Eagles to commit to him. I probably should have asked that because um, fans, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be scattered. I'll say probably There's going to be some fans that – they're probably gonna have to win a playoff game, to be honest. What? I think. What is up with you in like not winning a playoff game? <laughs> Why, Why so is that the determining this? factor of if you commit to Jalen or not? Because we, how far did we get last year? He needs. What if he? What if he throws for like? That's what I'm saying. It depends know, on the. It depends on the yards. fashion. It depends on the fashion that they get to the playoffs. But we know that Sirianni doesn't want to be the same offense as last year. He wants to be a more of a throw. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if he progresses so much as a passer, like, it's the playoffs, man. All right, so if, they get, if he progresses well and they have a – depends on matchups, obviously, and it's a nice competitive game in the wild card and they just come up short, then they'll be fine. All right. And the defense steps up, you know. But I think I think Jonathan Gannon has as much to prove this year as because we got our asses whooped in the wild card. Oh yeah, well, it's last Tom year. fucking Brady. This is what everybody loves saying too. Like, oh, we got decimated in the wild. Okay, so Kyler Murray got his doors blown off in the wild card game too. I don't see anybody. Well, obviously Kyler has. This well, goal. I'm just saying it's a big jump from getting your fuck your teeth kicked in in the wild card round. To all okay, of a so you just want to be competitive in the in the wild card game. That's why you've had this reaction all show. I, I want to get all the way, man. But I'm just I'm trying to speak from the Eagles' mindset, like as far as committing to Jalen Hurts. I think they I think they believe they have a good enough roster to make noise in the playoffs. Because Nick think. Foles came here and won a lot of playoff yep, games, but they yep. committed to Carson Wentz, who never yep. won any. And speaking of Nick Foles, the Eagles tried. Oh, as we know here we go. I should have never mentioned his see, name. See, I was going to get to that anyway, but the Eagles did try to snag Nick Foles before he signed this two year deal. Do you see what I'm saying, though, by the way, about that? Nick Foles won a lot of playoff games here, and they still handed Carson that contract. Yeah, but Nick Foles was never a regular season guy. That doesn't that doesn't translate. That doesn't make sense. Nick Foles can never put together a 16-game season. He's just he's just notorious for having— <laughs> the, goal, the goal is to win the Super Bowl, right? Yes, that's fine. So what? So you're saying—so I don't understand what you're saying, though. What I'm saying is it goes back to the argument of Jalen needs to win a playoff game to to win the job. Oh, so you're saying because Nick Foles won a whole bunch of playoff games and he didn't? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, but that that yeah, but Nick Nick Foles doesn't count. <laughs> he was in relief yes, of he does. Uh, he he was in relief of the statue. franchise. He has a statue. Yes, what but he was he, in re- he was he did it in relief of the franchise quarterback though. Jalen I will say never, if Nick Foles Jaylen, won it the next Jaylen year, Jalen was Jalen was drafted to be the backup QB. So if well, yeah, things change. If Nick <laughs> if Nick, if Nick Foles won the Super Bowl the next year, yeah, they had no choice but to keep him at that point. Like if you went back to back, that's a that's a whole different thing. And they tried they tried to bring him back. They they were in talks with him. I think they both kind of realized that it wasn't a good idea because they got trade offers. Oh, for if they win that Saints game, I would have committed to him. I'll yeah, tell you that right that's, now. That's, oh, just I'll the Saints tell you game that right now. Yes, I'll tell you that oh, right shit. now. Oh yeah, but then he went to Jacksonville, and that obviously that shit show. Imagine the haul cool. they could have got for Carson at that time. <laughs> oh, yo, you're right, dude. The haul they could have. Mm. Yeah, good point. They could have got that the moment. Treasure chest mm. of assets at that point. 
Yeah, that's a good. That's a that's a good. That's a that's a good point. I think the Eagles and the Foles this time around decided that it's not a good idea because um they got trade offers for Gardner Minshew, and obviously they brought in Carson Strong through undrafted free agency following the draft. So I think they both kind of like talked I'm about it. I'm such a hypocrite, like, dude. I can't believe I just said that. And Foles, <laughs> I just Foles, said if he would have won that playoff game against. And that's the thing. Isn't that the thing you whatever. shit on your dad for it too? Isn't it? Because your dad would be like, Foles, we should have kept Foles, and you're always calling him an idiot. So now you're sitting here doing the same shit. I mean, are you glad? Uh, right did you? Are you glad the Eagles passed on bringing in Nick Foles this time? You don't want that noise in Jalen's ears. I just don't care. Thing. And then, like the people that are like trying to act like it would mess with Jalen's head, like you can't. I mean, Jalen don't give two shit, man. Come Jaylen on, don't give a damn. Who's who's in the think QB he room? You don't care. You don't care who's in the QB. Guys, room, Foles think... was like the third string QB on Chicago. I think Jalen's chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's the backup to Matt Ryan. Gardner as soon as Wentz left town, as soon as Wentz left town, they brought in Foles. So if anything, it would have been a mentorship role, which I'm assuming was the mindset. Yeah, well, I was like, if unless it's like sentimental purposes in a mentorship role, but they had Strong and Minshew, and Minshew's a really good backup. Obviously, that'd have been so. one hell of a QB two battle on camp, I suppose, between full. Well, well, they're gonna have Minshew's- one now with Minshew and Carson Strong. Oh, here we go. I can't wait for training camp when Carson Strong fucking bombs that 80 yard pass and all of the hurts haters on Twitter. Oh, oh, Carson, I don't see Jalen do- that alone. I don't yeah, see Jalen right. doing this. Oh. His that arm, alone his will arm. make him a better QB than yeah. Get out of here, yeah, man! I'm so sick gonna, of it. I will, yo, yo. Would you be shocked if next year they brought in like Carson Strong for some packages, like just a bomb? Like, what if you know what'll do it to you know what will do it for Twitter if it's a hail mary Wait, situation? Does he have that strong of an arm? Yeah, he has a cannon. I mean, he better if that's his he, last. He's name. just coming off injuries, and he's like he has like mental like things going on apparently. But um, but um, what if it's the end of the game, right? It's a Hail Mary situation, oh, and they bring in Carson Strong. Twitter will have a field day with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. oh, that would be fucking hilarious. One more question before we get out of here. Are you more excited for I wrote I ran I ran this poll on Twitter last week and it got like six, seven thousand views, and it was literally split down the middle. Would you are you more excited for the you not that we should really I have to I, choose. This is like WWE and yeah, AEW no, no. conversations. But right. are you uh, are you more excited for the Eagles offense or the defense next year? Offense, oh, offense, yeah. offense in general. Is you're a skill exciting. position guy. That's why you just fucking. Well, well, like offense in general is more exciting naturally. You're not excited I, for this defense, no? Nicobe yeah, Dean, Kaiser White, Reddick, Bradbury Slay. No, you just want you yeah. just like explosive plays. You just want to see fucking. Well, like. We went from being the number one rush offense, like just boring, methodical offense last year, to now the standard is we're going to sling that thing and put up points. So, like, of course, dude. All right, that's you, fair. you know what I'm saying? It was 50-50 on, but, the, but I think some people, why so many, I think why defense got so many votes, it's because people are still kind of bullish on, on Jalen Hurts. <laughs> that, that's an, that, right, so that, that's the thing. The, 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 the other intriguing thing is <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Jesus, man. Jalen Hurts is uh, second year in this offense, you know? I don't understand how it's fucking. Uh, um, somebody told me yesterday when I was when I was in the studio for radio. Somebody told me yesterday that it's put up or shut up time for Jalen Hurts, and I almost was like, "What in the? F- well, what, what's wrong with it's, that? It's, it's second year. It's second year as a starter. It's oh, put up or shut up as already." Far as- no, I hate the people that are like. How enough are we with at the, this point? <laughs> are, are you are you addressing the people that have an issue with his like quotes and interviews and stuff like that? Because those people are no, me no, nuts. no. I don't think it's that. I think it's just that this is like, and I get it's like a. I don't even what know what it? "put up" or "shut up" means. It's like you're, they're basically saying like this is his last. It's such chance. an old timer saying. It's hey, I used to say it. What do you mean? It's like all. It's like it's like his one year audition. Is 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 this it for Jalen? Last year was too. 
Yeah, so is every year going to be an audition? We had this conversation last year. So guys. what if he makes what if he makes marginal improvements this year? Is this is his third year as a starter going to be put up or shut up? Like how many one year auditions does he get? Or is this just going to be the year they said we got two first rounders? Bryce Young, it is because they don't know what the future is going to hold and they don't know how many picks are going to get in the future. I don't know. Like that's a stupid argument. What what's the difference between put up or shut up or approve it year? Like what's the difference? What yeah, they're synonyms, about? dude. That's what I'm saying. But is is the notion that this is approve it year? Why does he ludicrous? have to shut up? He has to literally talk <laughs> to oh, the okay. team. He has to talk with the media. What do you mean I'm put done. up or shut I'm up? I'm out of here. I'm out of here. No, I can't stand that. And all the people that hated Sirianni for all his quotes and hurts, like where are you guys now? Rock paper scissors. And, uh, it was cringe at the time, but it hey, was, man, so. people can say what they want, but that flower fucking speech turned the season around. We were two sure and five did. at the time. And then he said some shit about flowers, and then we led his team to. You know, it's another thing. When I told when I told people on that TikTok that he, after starting the year two and five, he led his teams to the playoffs, and they were like, oh, oh, well, uh, they didn't beat a winning team, which I understand, and I understand we beat Jake Fromm and Garrett Gilbert and whoever the fuck else we played at the time. But it still takes a lot when you are dead in the water at two and five yeah. to turn the season around and make the postseason in any facet. The, in the standard NFL. changed. We were, people had us winning four wins. Now all right. of a sudden, it's like you're not beating right. good teams. He was getting coach of the year consideration. Yeah, get right. out of here, guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't Stay understand. on that side. It's literally, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. We got it's, good things are coming for the Eagles. Like I said, two positions of question: safety and quarterback. And they'll figure out. We'll have an answer on the quarterback position probably six games in, so we'll know. Wow. We'll, we'll know, but I, probably by week six, people are going to be like, Minshew, Minshew can get the ball to A.J. Brown. Oh, oh. And then we're going to have to deal with all that shit. Well, if if Jalen's, like, not passing well, like. I mean, he can't have another game. These are going to be conversations we have, man. Like, can you imagine yeah, if we I'm see saying. that Giants stat line? Like, he was 14 <sighs> of 31 and three interceptions in that Giants game. That shit was disgusting. That was ugly. He did throw he's the game-winning pass. He's to gonna Rager. have a stinker or two, but like he did yeah, throw the I game-winning mean, pass to Rego, though. Arguably, that that, yep. that pass would have won a game. But hey, no. he wasn't. Hey, no, he's supposed to throw to Devontae Smith on that. What's up with your What's up with you and uh and Rager? You still capping for the dude to make the roster? He's not here next year. I hope you know. That is next year. He's not here in twenty twenty two. He won't be he's here. here at the, I promise you, he will not be here week one. You know. I tweeted something the other day making fun of him for the very first time in my life because he, he was in that squad pick, and he looks out of place, obviously, and people are like, now's not the time to make fun of Reger. Dude, I was like the only guy defending him through all of this. Don't tell me what I can and can't say about the guy. Where is he at so on the depth that. chart? Where is he at on the depth chart? He's like wide receiver five, man. It's over. <laughs> you, I don't, you just give me the argument the other day that it's... <laughs> It's AJ Brown. <laughs> it's AJ Brown, Devontae <laughs> Smith, and it's Zach Pascal and Jalen Rager fighting for WR three. And I was like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Oh wow. no, I mean I mean um AJ Quez. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez at three, and then Pascal and Rager are fighting for four. I was like, that's not a fight. Pascal's firmly in that. I think Pascal Whoa. and Quez interchange for for the three spot. Wait, so are are you telling me like he's walking on eggshells right now? Like are they trading Rager? him or what? What are well, you trying they, to tell okay. me? So they tried they tried to trade him during the draft. And because they entertained, they were in talks with Baltimore for uh, Rager for Chuck Clark. They were like entertaining that swap. The Ravens asked for more draft compensation, and then the Eagles were out at that point. So that's why Rager is still here. And then after that, they gave him permission to seek a trade. And then obviously, like, there are no biting partners on that. So then Howie then goes into a press conference and says, like, we like Rager. He's going to be here. Uh, he, you know, he's a Philadelphia Eagle, which is what you always say before somebody gets traded. So. <laughs> I think I, I would be baffled if he is here week one. I would wow. truly be baffled if he's here week one. 
Because what's mm. the, what's the role for him? You can't. He's not. It's not like he's a return specialist. Mm. Like that's probably going to Huntley or Devin Allen or Britton Covey, whoever's going to be here. Kenneth Gainwell, any one of those four guys have a, have a better chance at returning kicks than than Rager or punts. Because we all know he had he, he can't return punts. He's fe- he's fielding fair fair catches inside like the seven yard line. <sighs> I know, man. There's no role for him. What do you? What is? There's just nothing. There's nothing out. There's nothing. I don't know, him. dude. It just sucks. You can't. Maybe. What are you gonna do? Give him a bubble screen here and there that is probably better suited for Quez anyway. I don't know what happened. I just don't understand what happened. No, no it's I like just, it's like the Markel Fultz thing. He's literally Fultz was so much worse than this because <laughs> how we how we rebounded from this mistake at least, and I guess so did the Eagles, so did the Sixers in a way with yeah, with Maxi, Maxi. Yeah. Yeah, Reagan. I mean, it's been real. I guess not really. So you yeah. don't think there's like I see a lot of pictures of him smiling at camp and stuff. Yeah, you I have guess. to be. What you gonna be upset? You're not gonna be upset all through training camp. You gotta smile. Shit. I mean, he's like eighth on the depth chart. What's there to be happy? Yeah, about? and so is fucking um. So is fucking Jay Jaw on the tight end depth chart. You don't see him whining because <laughs> <laughs> he's just a loser too. <laughs> it's fucking uh, Dallas Goddard. Uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, Jack Stahl, I'm pretty sure. Tyree Jackson and Grant Calcaterra will be in the mix. And then you got Jay Jaw. Who will be in he'll be in run blocking packages, best believe. Best believe he'll be in there. He put better on fifteen pounds, dude. That. We better be throwing the football next year. He better Yeah, I know. I know. Get Kenny AJ G Brown's, involved. AJ Kenny Brown's, G is underlooked still. AJ Brown's not gonna be very happy when they're running QB bootlegs six times a game. It's not gonna be it's good. Put up or shut up time for Miles Sanders. Oh, too. God. Yeah, Miles Sanders contract <laughs> here. If any if it's if it's put up or shut up time yes. for anybody, it's fucking Miles Sanders. Oh shit! Same with Andre too. Dillard, dude. You guys, act no, like this Andre guy, Dillard, so. dude. Why you bring this up every show? Andre Dillard is a good backup. He's literally good. He allowed one sack last year. I love how much and over five hundred. I snaps. love how much Rager gets slandered, but this dude doesn't get slandered. Like, we what is he get slandered for? Pick. Andre Dillard is he productive was supposed on the to be field. the generational left tackle. Yeah, but he's... Dillard Dillard gets off the hook because my lot of turned out the way he did. That's why. Oh come on! Oh, and Rager doesn't because we got Devontae we drafted and AJ Rager. Brown? Where do we? I mean, I, I guess, I guess, but Dillard, is, <laughs> but Dillard is still serviceable on the field. He he played over 500 snaps last year and allowed one sack. I mean, Rager was serviceable. So if my lot gets hurt he for three games, if, if, for a if, touchdown. if my lot gets hurt for three, four games, you're still confident that Andre Dillard can come in and play at a high level? I'm not. <laughs> okay. What has he done to prove that? He allowed only one sack last year, over wow. 500 snaps. That's what's good. Wow. He's literally, and he, he's, okay, I'm not doing this with you. Not, Andre <laughs> Dillard's way, way, much better career at this point than Jalen Rager mm. as a backup. And he, he, I'll say he was getting tossed. And when I say tossed, like grown man thrown across the field yep. in training camp last year. But he carved out a nice little role for him, and he's worth a lot in trade value. If there's ever going to be a move for anything, like if Jesse Bates is in the cards for the Bengals, best believe Andre Dillard is probably in that trade. Hey man, he's we'll probably see. our most valuable trade piece right now. Andre we'll Dillard. see. We'll see on that. We'll see. God. <laughs> Anything else you have to get off your chest before we get? <laughs> I'm just so excited for this team because the Sixers just every year, man, it's just a disaster. Yeah. They take years off my life. I th- what a thank we're you. Star hunting again. We're thank star you. hunting for like the just sixth thank fucking you for this season. Off season. I'm not gonna say I'm a Howie supporter per se, but. Just thank you for this offseason, man. Thank you so much. How are we star hunting for the sixth fucking season in a row? I'm How about you just build a competent I'm team? Depth, like you know what? I'm, I'm depth hunting. That's what I'm, I'm looking for. I'm bench hunting. I'm looking for bench pieces this offseason is what I'm doing. Yeah, you look at all the teams that are left. Look at the depth they have. The Warriors play like 10 guys. This has been the worst conference finals of my lifetime. Yeah, they suck. Fucking blood after blood. Nothing about Warriors this. Warriors are winning the this whole is what thing. happens. This take. is what happens when the GOAT is not in the postseason. 
Oh my this gosh! Enough. The this playoffs is what happens. Would suck. This is Dude, what happens he, when the goat is not in the postseason. Did you that Suns Lakers series last year was awful? What do you mean? This is what happens. Well, LeBron was second on. in scoring this year behind Embiid, so I don't want to hear anything about how it's LeBron's fault that they're not in the postseason. Yeah, it's easy to score on a garbage team. Anybody can do that. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, anywhere else you get your shows. Leave, uh, leave reviews, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Steven, anything you want to tell the people you got cooking up? I don't know what you're up to these days besides being on my hip. So, <laughs> See you guys on YouTube. Subscribe to the on YouTube channel. IRL starting. Tons of IRL studio, content coming. Studio space upcoming. Yeah, Philly Pod making it. It's all Philly sports content. Obviously, we're known for our Eagle stuff. Oh, yeah. I guess Pod. the lifestyle shit's coming up too, huh? Oh, wow. It's a tease. It's a Are tease. we pitching we, that? No, we're not. We're not. We'll, we'll wait. Them. We'll wait. Too we'll much let, stuff we'll let them thrown wonder. their way. We'll let them wonder. Yeah. Just support us, man. Support. You know, just support us in the Liberty Line, obviously, yeah. on all social platforms. Uh, you can find us everywhere. You can find me and Vic everywhere. TikTok, yeah. uh, Instagram. Make sure I you gave you one chance to, to pitch the website, but it's cool. LibertyLine.com, where Steven occasionally I writes I twice a month. Did. He writes once a month, so he's done for the summer. He wrote two articles, and one of yep. them got trashed. The Ben Simmons of blog writing, guys. <laughs> one of them got trashed. <laughs> I tease. I, my blog writing's like Ben Simmons three-pointers. I'll hit it, and everybody starts celebrating, and then I just don't do it for a couple months. And so. he shows up wearing sunglasses. I mean, I'm still on the an bench. all-star. On the bench, still an all-star. <laughs> oh, my God. Follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod, TikTok, Instagram, the very same where you can find all the visual content. I did something on a uh, – I'm doing this thread now of, like, how Jalen Hurts can actually make big-time throws. I did one yesterday in the Giants game. I think I'm going to do the Broncos game um, tomorrow with the Quez throw, so with the one that he dropped in the end zone. So, I'll you know, follow me on Twitter and TikTok for all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, next episode coming probably in the studio. I think the next one we'll do will actually be in person. So stay on par for that. Keep it locked here at the Philly Pod, guys. Until the next one, y'all, peace out. Stand with Sasha Banks. (laughs) Yeah, I stand with Sasha. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.